This is the Creative Control Room Podcast, a show for creators, makers, and doers, where my goal is to help you make to the max. Hello and welcome to the Creative Control Room Podcast, episode 101. I'm your operator, Ryan Hafey. And in this episode, we're going to be doing some live photo editing of a of a boxing photo from um, from an event we had last night. Had a fight night last night, so I figured I would talk about that a little bit, talk about my fight night process, which I've done before, but it's been a little while. And then we'll uh, go in and edit live one of my shots from the night just to kind of see or show you what my process is for that. But first of all, if you are new here, my name is Ryan Hafey. This is my creative control room. This is where uh, I do all things photography, video editing, video production, podcasting, live streaming, FPV, uh, drone flying. If you're into any or all of that, uh, then uh, you might want to stick around because this is where I come and share my knowledge and uh, the different projects that I happen to be working on. So if that's your thing, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you happen to be watching or listening and follow me on social media at Ryan Hafey on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And uh, just noticed that uh, we might not be live again on Facebook. Oh, nope. Nope. I lied. I lied. We are. We're good. We're good to go. So good. Yes. Thank you for being here. Um, Zoom details are in the description. <clears throat> like the last few episodes, if you would like to jump on the show live, ask questions, or just say what's up, there are Zoom details in the description of this video. Just do me a favor and uh, make sure it has your name um, so I know who's coming on. And uh, yeah, uh, come chime in and say what's up if you feel so inclined. So, um, okay, there we go. Where are we at? Zoom. So first thing I want to talk about is, well, <laughs> kind of want to talk about, let's talk about tools. This is the tools segment on the show. And um, what I was hoping to do today was give you a little bit of a, a preview of the new laptop that I bought, which uh, is the um, the new Razer gaming laptops, the Razer Blade Advance 17. Um, I've got a work laptop, but it's a 2018 MacBook, not quite powerful enough to do stuff like this. Um, so what I was looking for is, is a laptop that I could get that, you know, if I wanted to do something remote, do some sort of live stream setup, um, and or maybe do like a travel podcast, you would be able to handle it, do the recording and all that. So uh, these Razer laptops, I guess, have been backed up for a while. They've been on back order or some of them were for pre-order. Um, and I found one that I liked. I, I went all out, got the most spec'd out one that I could find. Um, but I ordered it on BH Photo because it was unavailable on the website. It was still back ordered on B&H. Uh, placed an order there and then got an alert from Razer that their, uh, that some of their laptops were back in stock. So I canceled that order and then bought on Razer. Now when I bought, it came with a free gift, which was just three little Razer branded cable ties, no big deal. But um, check your encoder settings, keyframe interval recommended. That's not my keyframe interval, what are you talking about? Anyway, um, so I, I, I went and purchased it through the Razer website, came with this free gift, and then um, like a couple days later, I got shipping notifications. It's like, oh, it's 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 been shipped. Like, yes, awesome. I'm excited because I'm impatient, so I get excited. And then it said it's going to be here on Saturday, meaning yesterday. It's like I got physically excited. I'm like, yes, it's coming in. I'm excited. And then uh, come to find out that it got delivered 
Um, but what was delivered was just the cable ties. They came in two separate packages. So um, I guess the, the cable ties came from somewhere nearby, but the, um, the laptop is shipping from Hong Kong. So it's going to take a little bit longer for the laptop to get here, uh, whatever it is what it is. Uh, but that's kind of where we're at with that. So I'm looking forward to showing you that new piece of equipment when it comes in. I'm very excited about it. And uh, I will keep you all posted. But that's really the only update for today. So let's go ahead, move right along into our main topic, which is uh, we're going to go over a fight night recap of last night's uh, fight briefly, because I know you're not here for boxing. You're here for the photo editing. Um, but I just like talking about it. So we're going to do that. Then I'm going to go through um, some of my fight night process. And then we're going to edit one of my fight night photos live here so you can see my whole process. So last night, it was a Showtime fight. Um, three fights on the televised portion of the card, opening with Jerwin Ancajas and Fernando Martinez. Ancajas, um, one of the longest reigning champs. Um, he's had his belt for a long time. Um, these are just little guys. I think they were super flyweights. Uh, weighed in like 115 pounds, something like that. Very, very small guys. But uh, Jerwin ended up losing. It was just an interesting night of boxing. Um, Every, the right person won, I think, in each fight, but there were some upsets. There were two, two of the three fights were upsets, which we'll get into. But uh, Fernando brought it. He he really pressured Jerwin, but man, Jerwin took a lot of punches and just kind of walked right through him. Never went down, powered through, but the right guy won in that fight. Moving on to the co-main event, yet Gary Antoine Russell facing Victor Postal. Uh, Victor Postal fighting out of the Ukraine. Um, you know, he was interviewed. Uh, and I guess his wife and daughter were in a, taking refuge in a bunker. If I don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what he said that his, you know, his wife and, and daughter are, are safe, but we're taking cover. And, uh, he was over here, um, getting his fight out of the way. And I was thinking, I was like, how is he, how is he going to get home right now with everything going on over there? So hopefully, you know, the best to him, he ended up, uh, losing the fight, uh, last round, there was a stoppage. I think it was a little bit of a premature stoppage. Probably would have lost if they went to the cards. But he's a, he's a really crafty fighter. I liked watching him. And props to Gary Antoine Russell for uh, for taking home the W there. And then the main event. Main event was very strange. Um, <clears throat> it was uh, Chris Colbert versus Hector Luis Garcia. So Colbert was supposed to fight Roger Gutierrez. Uh, at first, Gutierrez caught COVID, had to back out. And then um, Hector Garcia came in on two weeks' notice. And um, so, and he was undefeated, or is undefeated. Um, Chris Colbert is, he's just a flashy dude. These guys are super featherweights. Uh, flashy guy, you know, comes in with colorful outfits, colorful hair. Uh, suit just, just exudes confidence. Um, great fighter. And I think, you know, everyone kind of expected him to win. But right off the bat, in the fight, he just didn't look like his usual self. Uh, Hector, to his credit, was, you know, a lot of pressure, never tired out, you know, and was landing good shots. Uh, and Chris just couldn't seem to get control of the fight. Uh, seventh round, Hector dropped him. I think that might have been Chris's first time down in his career, not positive. Uh, but he dropped him in the seventh round. And after that, uh, Chris just kind of went on... Um, on full survival mode for the remainder of the fight. In the 12th round, he just kind of skipped around the ring for basically the full round. Um, I think he, he knew at that point that he had lost the fight and, um, you know, wasn't going to 
uh, be able to stop him. Um, so just kind of uh, uh, opted to not take any more punishment and uh, got, you know, Hector Garcia got the unanimous decision. Good for him. Um, and uh, to Chris's credit, though, he took it very humbly, um, gave all the credit to Hector Garcia and uh, took it like a man. Um, so, you know, he'll be back. He's he's a great fighter. Uh, and I think you'll learn a lot from this and come back even stronger. He's a young kid, so he'll be fine. But that was <clears throat> that, that was the fight night. <clears throat> and then as far as so my role in fight night was uh, was photography, shooting for PBC. Uh, there were seven total fights on the fight card. Just to give you a little information of how many shots I took. Seven total fights. Uh, I took three thousand forty images uh, combined from those seven fights. And that resulted in about 254 keeper photos. So shots that I marked as being good enough to, uh, to hang on to and, and send out to press and things like that. Uh, as far as camera settings go, uh, I was shooting on this, which is the Sony a seven four on it. I have the 24 to 70 millimeter F two eight lens. This is, uh, it's, it's pretty rare that I don't, or that I swap out lenses on a fight night. And the reason being for this specific camera as an option to shoot in super 35 mode. And I've set it up to where, um, I've, I've set this custom button here, um, to where if you press it, it switches straight over to super 35 mode. And what that means is that it essentially uses a smaller portion of the sensor so that it's like you're shooting on a crop sensor. So it, the image looks a little bit more zoomed. Now, the downside of that is that you lose a little bit of resolution. I think it goes from 33 megapixels down to 14 point something megapixels when you're shooting at Super 35. But for the purposes of what we use these boxing photos for, I mean, it's it's almost exclusively for digital purposes. Um, so like the 14 millimeter, 14 meg, did I say millimeter? <laughs> 14 megapixel uh, resolution is, is fine uh, for most of what we do. So... That means, it's, what that means is that, you know, when I'm shooting at 24 millimeters on this lens at full frame, uh, if I shoot in super 35 mode, that's going to be 24 times, you know, 1.6 or whatever that, you know, that crop factor is. So, you know, you can essentially, out of a 24 to 70 lens, you could get 24 to maybe like 100, 105 millimeters out of it. So I can zoom in as much as I need to, or as much as is really is practical with just one lens in that camera. Uh, camera settings wise, I was shooting with a shutter speed of one eight hundredth of a second. Uh, the the lighting was a little bit dim today um, or last night. It, it wasn't as bright as I'm used to. It was at the Cosmopolitan here in Las Vegas, by the way. Uh, but one eight hundredth shutter. Uh, that's I usually shoot on white one eight hundredth or one one thousandth of a second, depending on lighting. Uh, shooting at f two point eight. Lately, I've been shooting f2.8. Sometimes I go up to f3.2, 3.5. Again, all depending on lighting. I try to close the aperture down just a little bit if I can, um, just because you know you're not always going to get the fighters directly in front of you. One's going to be you know in front or behind, whatever. Which means if you're shooting at a with a wide aperture, you can have a shallow depth of field, so one of the fighters might be out of focus. You get it. But sometimes f2.8 is just kind of necessary. Also shot. Um, with an ISO of 4,000 in this one, again, because the lighting was so dim or dim compared to some other venues that I've shot, I had to crank up the ISO a little bit. I didn't want to go down in shutter speed because doing so would introduce more motion blur, especially when you have small guys fighting that are super quick. 
um, that motion blur really comes through. And then white balance, uh, I chose a custom white balance just based on, I, I just used uh, some white print on the canvas and kind of use that as a white balance card. Um, I shoot in raw, so don't technically need to uh, um, use custom white balance, but um, I, I like everything. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll also transfer photos off of the camera onto my phone to post for social media during the fight. So having a custom white balance and making sure that that's dialed in as much as possible in camera allows me to be able to use photos because sometimes white balance messes up. Auto white balance it is. Um, so those were the settings. And then, um, yeah, as far as my fight night process, I've, I've talked about this before, but um, usually I'll get in right around a little bit before doors, get set up. I'll go and shoot uh, one of the a few rounds of the early fights. Technically, we don't need to shoot the early fights in their entirety, but I will go and shoot them just to have some shots to send out to press, but also uh, as a way to kind of um, uh, get my camera settings dialed in and to create a preset. So shot the first fight, come back, and then I use some of those photos to get the edit correct that I want, um, change all the settings correctly. And you can save that as a preset because for the remainder of the evening, I mean, your lighting is going to be the same. So you can essentially save a preset and apply that to all of your photos once you get them in Lightroom so that you can quickly process and get, and get the photos out. Um, but let's go ahead and open up our uh, shot here that we're going to be editing, which I have, here we go. Now, um, I'm going to be doing this in Photoshop but uh, on fight nights, I exclusively use Lightroom. Now, um, I'm going to be using Camera Raw within Photoshop, which essentially has all the same features as Lightroom that Lightroom offers. So you'll you'll get the same general idea. But um, I want to use Photoshop because when I'm doing fight night, I will edit in Lightroom, and then those photos, the photos that I export directly from Lightroom. Is, is what gets sent to press. However, when I'm like posting for myself, I like to stylize the photos and add a little bit of my own personal flair to them. Uh, and for that, I will use um, actions within Photoshop, which I will show you, but that's why I'm gonna do it here. So here is the shot, oh, wrong monitor. Hold on a second here, is that it? There we go. All right, so here's the shot we're gonna go with for today. And uh, this is from the main event, that's Hector Garcia and uh, Chris Colbert. So starting off, what I will typically do is just come in here and mess with some of these basic adjustments up at the top. I like to, I'll, I'll, if you hold the Alt key, let's see, maybe I wonder if this will help at all. If you hold down the Alt key and you go and click on some of these sliders, um, the colorful areas are areas where you're starting to lose detail. So I will typically bump the blacks up just a little bit. I won't get rid of everything, and in this case I can't, but um, I'll kind of bring it up to the point where a lot of that lost detail goes away. So in this case, maybe around 20, 25 or so. Uh, and then there's no particular order that I do these in, um, just kind of you know, I'll, I'll shift back and forth through them, but let's let's go to the whites here. Same deal here. Um, a little bit of clipping here is okay. Again, these white portions are where you start to lose detail if you go too bright. Um, I might go right about uh, here or so. And then highlights I'll adjust typically just based on my eye. I like skin tones to be nice and bright. So I might even come up 
around here or so. And then shadows. Now, you'll hear a lot of people say, well, if you want to bring out more details, increase increase the shadows. I actually like to reduce the shadows. And the reason I do that is one, to create a little bit of contrast, but also you see how it gets rid of, it kind of dims out the background a little bit, which brings a little bit more of the focus on the fighters. Now you don't want to go too far because then you get a little bit too contrasty, but I might come to, I also will hold the alt key here just so I don't kind of overdo it. I might come out right, you know, that's too far. Let's go, I'll just do this one by eye, about right there. Next, I usually increase the contrast and dehaze, which dehaze, um, so, I mean, sometimes in boxing arenas, they will, um, you know, they'll put fog machines and dehaze can uh, help to clear some of that out so that the picture comes a little bit more clear. Uh, but it also adds a little bit of contrast. So I like to throw that in there. And in doing that, it looks like the skin tones darkened up a little bit. I'm going to come back and bump up my highlights just slightly. Also bring the shadows up a little bit just to see. The more you bring up the shadows, obviously, the more you're going to bring out. But I like some contrast, so I'm going to just bring it up just a little bit. And I think this is a good starting place. Uh, I usually add just a little bit of clarity, maybe plus five. And for me, um, photo editing is really about a lot of little tweaks that add up to making, um, to, to essentially the, the final product, just a lot of little, little, little tweaks. It's not, um, generally speaking, it's not a lot of, of big, big changes that you have to make in order to get the look you want. One step that I did skip, uh, is white balance. Now, the white balance at a camera here, uh, I, I think I got it pretty good. This is directly at a camera, but what I typically do is I'll grab the um, eyedropper up here for white balance, and I'll come in and just pick a white spot. Uh, I'm actually gonna go to this spot in behind here. It's kind of hard to see, but it's in the corner. If you can see that, I don't know. Uh, oh, you know what I can do? Let's see, let me go into OBS here and turn on cursor capture. There we go. That's what I need. All right. So now you should be able to, it's still small, but you should be able to see it. So we'll come back in here. I'll get the eyedropper tool up at the top here. I'm just going to click on a white portion of the corner and we'll see what it does to our white balance. So it changed it ever so slightly, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the revised uh, white balance there. All right. Uh, I'm also going to crank up the vibrance a little bit. I typically don't touch saturation. Obviously, you don't want to go too far. If you crank it all the way, it looks way too um, saturated. But lately, I've been going in like the 20 to 25 range, um, something like that. So we'll put it about right there. Plus, I, I love Colbert's trunks here and like the, the bright colors. So I want to really bring those out. Okay, so pretty happy with this as it is here. Um, and then I'm going to go into my curves a little bit. I might in some cases bring up the mids just a little bit again, just to bring a little bit more life out of those skin tones. Um, but just a tiny, tiny adjustment there. And then I may also bring down some of these shadows in the curves. Again, you can really go overboard very quickly with this, as you can see here. So, uh, just a tiny, tiny adjustment again for a little bit more contrast. And I like that. Um, do want to go back in here? Actually, let's try the curves. Maybe bring up, bring up our highlights slightly again. Okay, you can kind of see with that uh, off 
on, off, on. Very subtle adjustment, but that's that's how that works. Let's go back here so you can kind of see what keyboard things I'm doing here. Then we'll go into the detail section. Now we do need to do a little bit of noise reduction because we're using such a high ISO. It's gonna be a little bit hard to see from the screen uh, from your perspective here, but if you zoom in, then, and it still might even be hard to see with YouTube compression, but you can start to see a lot of grain in the background. So I will bring up my noise reduction. I try to stay at or below 20. Might go a little bit higher than 20. Uh, you can also use the alt key here to kind of dial in some of the other sliders, like the detail slider here. I'm gonna bring the detail slider down just a little bit to kind of bring some more of that grain out of the background. Contrast, uh, you can get a little bit of micro contrast there, but I'm gonna keep that relatively low. Then we'll go up to sh uh, sharpening here. Uh, I typically stick with the default value that, uh, um, what is this, Camera Raw has in there, which is 40. But what I will do is I'll hold the Alt key again, and I will bring up uh, the masking slider. And this is basically going to change what gets sharpened, right? So as you can see, when I'm down here, there's still a lot of grain in the background and the sharpening is affecting that grain, which is going to bring it out a little bit more. So I want to bring it up to where that grain isn't quite as visible, which is for me is gonna be right around 50, 54 or so. Um, and I think that's good. So let's see, before, after. You can kind of see how, now it does soften his face a little bit, so I might bring the detail back up under the noise reduction slider and maybe even adjust my sharpening here a little bit. But you can go, like, I don't know if you can see that, if that comes through, but you can definitely push the sharpening too far. So you don't want to go too crazy. Um, and I might bring it back down to like around 50. And I think that looks pretty good. Okay, uh, maybe a little bit more up on the detail in the noise reduction section. Good, color mixer. Um, I usually won't touch this unless I notice that there are some colors that are out of whack. Um, if, you know, some on like the A7 III, I would always notice that the reds would be a little bit more on the purple side, magenta side. So I would adjust those a little bit with some, with the hue slider here, kind of move those around. Actually, it's kind of cool how you can just kind of very easily and quickly manipulate the colors, but we're not gonna do that today. Uh, I think the colors look pretty good here, so I'm gonna avoid the color mixer. <clears throat> Next, I'll go down to the color grading section, and I usually only make one adjustment here, and that is I will uh, add some bluish teal into the shadows, and this helps to bring out skin tones a little bit, just makes the fighters pop off the screen a little bit more. So what I will do is I will drag this little center thing here all the way to the side, find the shade that I want. Obviously I'm not going to keep this here, but then I will hold shift and I will dial it back in. Shift is going to make sure that you, you keep that same color and you can just kind of change the intensity of it. So I like to bring this down to about eh, between like five and eight somewhere. Let's try that. So off, on, off, on. And it's very subtle and that's kind of the way I like it. But again, it just sort of, it puts a little bit of blue into the shadows. And because blue is a contrasting color to orange and, and natural skin tones, that's what kind of makes the fighters pop off the um, off the, uh, the screen a little bit more. So that's all I do there. Close that up. Optics, I always select by default, remove chromatic aberration and use profile corrections. Profile corrections uh, will find 
um, your the camera you're using and the lens that you're using and adjust the image based on what's what it's supposed to look like. You know, all lenses, I guess, will have a little bit of variance. So they create these profiles to where you can kind of correct, correct that in post. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then that's that's really about it as far as kind of the basic settings here. Calibration, it's you can do some of the same things as you could in Color Mixer. Again, if, if the reds look off a little bit, you can adjust those here. But uh, I don't need that in this case. So I'm going to double click that and bring it back to zero. Uh, but I'm pretty happy with the way this looks. So this image is what I would be happy uh, exporting and sending out to press and media. Um, but then again, like I said, when I'm when I'm posting for myself, um, I like to do a little bit extra. So what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to open this now in Photoshop. Bring this up here. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Let's maximize this on screen. Zoom in a little bit. So I have what are called actions set up. Might be hard to see there, but up in the top corner is this section called actions. And um, I have some saved here, but for the sake of kind of show, again, showing you the process, I will show you, um, actually I'll show you how to create an action uh, and then, and also show you the process so you can save your own actions if you want to. But, so what I will do is if you want to create a new action, and again, this is just kind of like a, um, a default process that you can apply very quickly and instantly to a photo or, or, you know, whatever you happen to be working on. So I'm going to, with the actions window selected, if you don't have it up, by the way, just go to window and actions at the top here. <clears throat> and then um, down here, there's a little plus button inside of a square. I'm going to click that and I'll just, I'll title it 226, which was the date of the fight yesterday. I'll hit record. So now any edits that I do to the photo, it's going to record those. So the first thing that I like to do, and this is what I do to kind of give my shots an extra pop, I will duplicate this layer by hitting Control or Command uh, J, and then I will change the blend mode on this new layer to overlay. Now, obviously, that's that's not what you want. So I'm going to come up here and reduce the opacity of this new layer, this new overlay layer, down to a, a level that I find acceptable. And in this case, it's usually for me anywhere between like 25 and 30. Um, and I, I like uh, like 24, 25 here. What this does is it creates some more contrast, but it also um, it plays with the colors a little bit. I feel like it sort of, it's hard to explain. It does kind of a desaturation to the colors, um, but it's, it's just a, a different look I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just for me, it's just a visual thing that uh, I find appealing. But you can kind of see if I turn this layer off and on, you can see the subtle difference in um, th that it makes. It it darkens the background a little bit, creates some more contrast. The brighter areas become brighter. The darker areas become darker. And then from here, I will do a couple more additional tweaks to fine tune everything. So I will go back down and click on the background layer. And then this little icon down at the bottom uh, for layer mass, or no, I'm sorry, for uh, a fill adjustment. I will click that. First thing I'll do is bring up levels. And it should bring this up here on the top right. If it doesn't, uh, look at the properties tab. And I will adjust 
some things here. I might bring up and kind of brighten things up just slightly. I uh, usually do that within, you know, around 10, uh, about right there, maybe 108 or 1.08. Um, I then like to bring up this black level here to about five or six so that it's not so super uh, contrasty in black. And then I'll bring this these white this white point up here down to about 247. Again, that's going to prevent the, um, the brightest areas from being so super bright. And then if I need to, I might adjust these in a little bit. Again, this is all kind of to your taste. For some people, this look might be a little bit too contrasty. For me, it just, you know, again, stylized-wise, I, I enjoy it. Um, and I'm good there. And then finally, in this case, I will also usually add a um, a vibrance uh, layer, or what was it? Um, yeah, fill, fill layer. And I usually will bring that up a little bit. Let's see, do I want to do it here? Uh, I'm not looking at the slider. I'm just kind of sliding it while looking at the photo to see what where what level I like it at. I think right there is pretty good, and that was at about 11. And that's kind of the finished photo for me. Um, if you if I undo all these uh, adjustments that I made and just go back to the original layer, this is before, right here, and after. Before after again all very subtle adjustments but they're they're little things that i feel like kind of set set it apart from just kind of a, a traditional boxing photo again before after and uh there you go that's my photo editing process so uh what do you think yeah so anyway uh let's go back here into the studio so, yeah, that's my finite process. I've at this point, I've shot man, I've shot hundreds of fights at this part at this point. Um, so it took me a while to kind of dial in my process, but that's how I go. I know a lot of photographers are kind of close to the vest with how they edit their photos. I'm just not, you know, I'm I'm of the mind that um, it, you can give people the tools, but they're going to use them the way that they're going to use them, and no one can truly ever like exactly replicate what you do even if you share your entire process people are going to take it and try to replicate it in some cases in other cases they're going to use it um for you know and tweak it for themselves so i don't mind sharing my process but anyway hey if you're still here with me and if you enjoyed or uh, got some value out of anything i had to say today do me a favor hit that subscribe button wherever you happen to be watching or listening and follow me on social media at ryan hafey on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Swing by, say hello, ask a question, uh, whatever you feel like doing. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and call this one done. Thank you so much for being here. Keep on creating, making, and doing. Wait, okay, just making sure I had the right button. And we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.